You're listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. I'm Kate Pierce, Multimedia Specialist with NISAC. As we come to the last month of 2021, we would like to take this opportunity to look back on this past year of advocacy efforts, leadership, and key initiatives led by the counties of New York State. Today we'll hear from NISAC's president, immediate past president, and the president of the New York State County Executives Association. We're pleased to be joined today by Martha Sauerbrei, Chair of the Tioga County Legislature and President of the New York State Association of Counties. Thank you for joining us today. Good afternoon. It's ha- I'm happy to be here. So let's dive right in. Soon after you started your term as President, Governor Hochul held a meeting with county leaders. Can you tell us a little bit about that meeting? Yes, it was a wonderful, welcoming meeting. Uh, in-person meeting. We actually had breakfast with the governor that morning and the county executives and myself and NISAC staff um, held a sit-down conversation with the governor and some of her key staff. It was an excellent meeting, a meeting where we established new relationships and had an opportunity to address our issues of concerns uh, and things that we want to deal with in the future, and the governor was completely open uh, to it, and it was it was a really good start. Uh, the governor and her key staff were in attendance, as I mentioned, and they listened to our concerns. They took notes. Some of the requests that we made, um, she did not necessarily agree with for changes. But she did say that she would consider those changes, consider those discussions, and and look into them on our behalf. And those discussions did talk about unfunded mandates, veteran funding, and the AIM funding. Now, shifting gears a little bit here, uh, this year's fall seminar was the first in-person conference for NISAC since the 2020 Legislative Conference in January of last year. Can you talk about the fall seminar and the impact of this training for county officials? I've always been a strong supporter of NISAC and the good work that they do for our counties. And this fall was no exception. We had an excellent conference uh, in the fall, a cautious conference, but a successful one. We followed all of the COVID protocols and at the same time presented excellent training sessions for staff and elected county officials. I can't emphasize enough the importance that New York State Association plays in education and training to our county leaders that's vital for public policy and county services. And as you know, training is the heart of NISAC. It was a great event and very special because I got sworn in. So that was pretty cool too. Awesome. And uh, the last thing that I uh, wanted to talk to you about today um, was that this year NISAC led the initiative Operation Greenlight to highlight the service of veterans, as well as raise awareness about the challenges faced by many veterans and the resources that are available for them and their families. Can you tell us about this initiative and its importance for New York? Yes. In NISAC this year, we worked with the New York State uh, County Veterans Offices Officers Association and NYSHA to create a public awareness campaign to honor and give support to our veterans. We focused on, especially on the veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan and those that are returning. This campaign encouraged the public to show their support by using green lights on public buildings, on businesses, on homes, on people's front porch and their windows. And this was a way for everyone to show support 
by displaying the green light and demonstrating hope and encouragement for our veterans. And we had great support from our counties, including Governor Holko's office. And as we move forward into the new year, I believe NYSEC will continue to work for our veterans and help secure funding for our county veterans organizations and the work that they do to help um, veterans re-enter into normal life again or into regular life. And is there any other highlight from the past year that you'd like to talk about with our members? Well, it's certainly been an exciting kickoff. Um, and, and and I'm just amazed that the things change so quickly, information changes quickly. Uh, so far, it has been one of the most re rewarding experiences that I've had in my professional career. And this is just the beginning. So I'm looking forward to the completion of my term and seeing what good changes and positive influences we can make on county government. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Kate. We're pleased to be joined today by Mark Molinaro, Dutchess County Executive and President of the New York State County Executives Association. Thank you for joining us today. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So County Executive, counties have been on the front lines of fighting COVID-19. Can you give an overview of the new initiatives like vaccination centers and booster clinics throughout the course of 2021? Yeah, you know, it's a good reminder that uh, uh, really across the country, counties have been administering uh, public health departments and of course here in New York, uh, the response to COVID-19 and really any public health uh, emergency is led by county governments. And so our public health departments not only have been on the front lines, but we are, our staff, our people, our volunteers uh, have been engaged in testing and, and, and prevention and, and, and intervention work all throughout the last 20 months. Today, now, and, and certainly uh, what we've seen uh, over, over the last several uh, weeks and months uh, is we've had to kind of um, adapt, right? And so um, as employers require testing, uh, as there are certain testing mandates in certain, uh, in certain workspaces, uh, as uh, vaccines have uh, expanded not only uh, to uh, those uh, um, uh, who might be a, little bit, a bit younger, but also booster shots, all of what counties have done is, has, been, has been really to evolve to, to provide the, uh, the, 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 to address the need at the moment. And so, so county governments, public health departments are administering booster, clinic, booster shot clinics. Or we're coordinating with local physicians and pharmacies to make sure there's ease of access. And we're directing the resources necessary at the local level to ensure that those who need testing, those who need um, uh, vaccine access, and by the way, those who need information to make smart choices uh, and the healthy choices they deem appropriate their lives. And could you also talk about Our Darkest Hours for us? What has the impact from this project been over the past year? Um, so county leaders across the state decided that uh, it would be important, it is important and good to catalog uh, really and chronicle uh, the work that county governments have done uh, in response to this pandemic. Uh, we're grateful to Steve Aquario and uh, the staff at NISAC for helping compile uh, this book. Um, every, every dollar, by the way, uh, goes to uh, uh, assist uh, those with food insecurity by supporting food banks across uh, the state of New York. None of us is making any, any money on it. Uh, this particular effort, though, uh, was useful in reminding us uh, of the challenges, uh, articulating uh, uh, our experiences, our successes, and by the way, some failures, and, and cataloging the history of uh, really the, the response to this pandemic in the 
in the state that uh, experienced the, uh, the greatest impact. Uh, for so many, these have been 20 months of, of, of tragic and heartbreaking loss. Uh, the human toll is, uh, is extensive uh, and the impacts on our communities, small businesses, families, loved ones, uh, in many ways immeasurable. Uh, what this book does, however, is it encapsulates our experience in the hope that one, we might learn more from one another. Uh, those reading today uh, might understand uh, the, uh, the work that was done at the local level, uh, can learn from it as well. And most importantly, future generations, in particular, future generations of local leaders, public officials can use this as a reference, a, 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 a marker, if you will, in history to help educate them and prepare them for whatever is the next uh, challenge or emergency of their day. But what I would like to sort of end that answer with is what this book does is encapsulates uh, the great and, and, and enormous cooperative and collaborative work that county leaders engaged in uh, for and have been engaging in for 20 plus months. Republicans and Democrats, upstate, downstate, suburban, rural, and urban, working together in ways that we've never experienced before. Uh, and I think many ways, those relationships, that that partnership that, that was created uh, during these last 20 months is going to continue uh, well into the future. And for that, people we serve uh, are better off and we as uh, elected and public officials are, are better for it. Joining us now is Jack Marin, Chair of the Ontario County Board of Supervisors and immediate past president of the New York State Association of Counties. To start us off here, you spent nearly 20 months as the president of NISAC. Can you talk about the collaboration and leadership at the county level throughout the state during this time? Thank you. Well, uh, first of all, I, I can't thank, uh, I want to start with thanking many thank yous. Uh, as a president for 20 months of NISAC, I want to start with my own town staff here at uh, Victor, New York. Uh, they enabled myself the opportunity to have the flexibility in my schedule. Uh, I need to thank the county leadership in Ontario County as well for the flexibility. Uh, we started this pandemic out. Uh, Ontario County had no county administrator at that time. Our deputy county administrator had stopped, stepped up into that role, but I tried to work with him uh, on a daily basis. So I have to thank both uh, again, the town of Victor and the county staff as well. As far as the NYSEC staff, uh, certainly um, I can't thank Tricia enough for keeping uh, Jack in tune to where I should be, what meetings scheduled, things of that nature, uh, the entire NYSEC staff. Um, it, any given day, it could have been a, a meeting or a phone call or a Zoom meeting with uh, Dave, Pat, Ryan, uh, Mark. Mark and his communications became pivotal in our success. And um, working hand in hand with Steve, uh, for 20 months as president, I can tell you it was uh, President Marin and uh, Director Aquario when we started this journey back in, uh, well, January 1st of 2020. But I can tell you we became very, very good friends and uh, a friendship that uh, I think for, for much of that 20 month period, certainly uh, the ability for each of us to lean on each other. Uh, as well as pick each other up. And um, I know uh, Steve and I have had some very uh, personal uh, conversations and uh, I know we both cherish our time together. Uh, so as far as that, I would never, never look back and say, wow, that uh, 20 months, if I had to do it over again, I never would have wanted to be president of NYSAC. Totally untrue. I will always 
I am now in my um, 22nd year of uh, local government. And I can tell you, I, was, I will always, always look back and cherish my time as president of NISAC. It meant that much to me. So um, with that said, I wanna say thank you to all 57 counties for what they did, uh, their collaboration uh, as well. I wanna just, I'm gonna slide out of the photo for a minute and behind me, you will see a picture that hangs in my office. You know, build bridges and not walls. And I can tell you, we had the full cooperation all of all, all of our counties, regardless of the size, whether it was a county of a population of 500,000 or more or 50,000, each one working hand in hand, um, sharing resources, the knowledge. Uh, I cannot thank the County Executives Association uh, as they were very helpful. Um, Dan McCoy, uh, former president of uh, the Executive Association, uh, Mark Molinaro, uh, both of these gentlemen during their leadership, their leadership during their tenure were instrumental in uh, our success as well. In addition, uh, you know, the ability to, for myself as president of NISAC to uh, have the opportunity to work with them on putting together a book that really outlines uh, the journey uh, that all these counties went through uh, during the entire pandemic. So it was, again, I can't thank uh, our 57 counties enough for coming together. Um, they were instrumental in all of our success. In addition, I, in the beginning, and this, this really predates uh, any federal support, any state support, um, it was all on NISAC. And uh, again, the, the, the NISAC leadership, I can't thank them enough because rather than hitting the panic button, it was a matter of let's be calm. And we started with uh, daily phone calls, daily meetings, uh, Zoom meetings. And I can tell you, um, Jack Marin was one of those individuals. I don't think I'd ever participated in a Zoom meeting. So this was all foreign territory for myself and maybe some of my colleagues, I won't say all, but some of my colleagues. But NISAC was there, like I said, again, starting with daily meetings, um, then passing along to um, weekly meetings and again, communication. And again, we had the state by now um, was trying to be part of this and trying to be part of the solution. But uh, we did find ourselves at times uh, certainly butting heads with uh, a number of the executive orders that were really became quite challenging to the counties. Um, and again, I think for many of us that uh, Counties get it, county government is something we know uh, and uh, asking state government officials to dictate the way counties should run uh, during a pandemic. We certainly, uh, we didn't embrace that concept. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, but N NISAC again, uh, outstanding broker of PPE equipment. Uh, we held over, I think it was a hundred training information webinars, which were uh, pivotal in the success of all of our counties uh, as well. Uh, NISAC started the Take Five for New York campaign uh, to connect with friends and neighbors because at many stages, many of us uh, and many of the residents throughout our counties and state suffered with um, mental uh, issues and certainly um, people were just depression. And uh, so take five uh, for friends and neighbors, calling on neighbors, certainly our senior population, 
those individuals, those hardships, those heartbreaking cases we heard about individuals who couldn't visit loved ones in um, nursing facilities. It uh, was very difficult. I know for myself, my own experience, a number of residents calling me, they knew I, I think it was just a, a shoulder to lean on, but to just voice their displeasure, the fact that they could not visit a loved ones. Um, take five for New York food banks to support the food banks and pantries uh, and feeding our uh, population with all of our counties, because regardless of the size of the counties, many of the demographics of each county mirror one another. Uh, and again, uh, New York State County Executives Association, thank you very much uh, for authorizing and commissioning the Our Darkest Hours and certainly NYSEC's so Mark Levine and um, Steve Aquario's involvement with that as well. Our congressional delegation, your, uh, Senator Schumer, all of our congressional um, delegation, we can't thank them enough for coming to our aid for coronavirus assistance, American Rescue Plan Act. Uh, it was clearly a bipartisan effort throughout and we can't thank them enough. Our state government assisting us with additional money for chips, uh, weatherization fund, uh, other key budget uh, victories we felt we achieved during the course of the year, raising the age, new money for raising the age. Um, so we're looking forward to uh, certainly uh, right now we're working with a new governor and, um, you know, we're entering a next year, 2022, when there'll be a election. And again, our needs from a county perspective in our request to our state legislative body will uh, continue to be, be consistent because we have the same issues we had prior to the pandemic, remain during the pandemic and actually more have surfaced. So our top five policy procedures, uh, you know, we did get the support this for the 2021 budget and we hope we certainly get that continued support moving into year 2022. Um, again, we new variants, uh, the Delta variants was something that, um, was a curveball thrown to us, and now we have a new one forthcoming. Uh, so we all, all of us really need to work together. Again, continuation of promoting the vaccines, the boosters within our counties, as well as uh, social distancing, uh, hand washing, face mask wearing, uh, really minimizing those house parties. Uh, you know, that to me, that's a, that's a key part of it and really just being respectful of one another. And again, it's been um, quite a tenure as now past president of NYSEC. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. It's been my honor and privilege to serve the counties of New York State and the members of NYSEC. So thank you. Thank you very much. And thanks for joining us today for this conversation. My pleasure. You're very welcome. for listening to this episode of NYSAC's County Conversations podcast. Keep tuning in for more county government-focused conversations, and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.